0: Hey there, lovelies. What an awesome day it is today. It's a new day and God's mercies are new every morning. Today, have I got the goods for you. I'll be sharing with you four keys to move from mindless eating in all its forms, binge eating, emotional eating, comfort eating or fueling, to eating for blessing and benefit. Did you know that God's desire for you Is that the food you eat brings you blessing and benefit? Genesis 1 28 through 31 says, And God blessed them, and said to them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And it was so, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. I want you to notice something very special about this passage. This is just after God had made mankind in his own image, and God blessed them. And a part of that blessing is the food God gave them to eat. Every plant yielding seed, every tree with seed in the fruit, and every green plant. And God saw that it was very good. A part of the very first blessing God gives to mankind is the food they are to eat. Seeds, nuts, grains, legumes, fruit and vegetables and leafy greens. These foods continue to carry the blessing of God. No, we can no longer eat every plant. Because of the curse of sin, we need to exercise the knowledge of good and evil, even in our food. And we can choose blessing when we choose the food we eat. But to do this, we need to be mindful in our eating, to eat in such a way that we receive the blessing and benefits that God intends for us through mindfulness, thankfulness, consistency and creativity. After you finish listening to this episode, come on over to our Facebook group, where you can get the support and encouragement you need to put the things you learn today into practice. The link for the Good Way private Facebook group will be in the notes for this episode, so head on over there and let us know which key had the most impact on you today and why. Welcome to the Good Way with Jenna Jandro integrative nutrition health coach, master herbalist, and essential oil specialist. I'm Jenna Jandro. I'm a Bible-loving, food-loving, totally sold-out-for-God Christian, serving God in my church and community with everything that I am and helping others to do the same. You know you're called to serve God in a unique way, but feel pulled in so many directions and can't seem to find the time and energy to focus on what God is calling you to. I'm here to help you take back control of your health and wellness, to find the energy and focus that you need to achieve the things that God has put in your heart, through biblical nutrition, intentional living, and building right relationships. If you're ready to move from just surviving to thriving, then grab your green smoothie and come walk with me along the good way. Have you ever found yourself at the bottom of a tub of ice cream or a packet of chips and wondered how you got there? Or found yourself eating whatever is in front of you because you know you need to eat something but don't have the time or energy to make yourself a proper meal? Do you find yourself at 2.30 in the afternoon realising that you haven't eaten yet and grabbing a candy bar or a protein bar to tide you over until you can eat a meal? which ends up being drive-through fast food on the way home because you're too tired and hungry to wait until you get home. I know I have. I'm guilty on all counts. All my best intentions out the window and then suffering for it, but doing the same thing again and again. And what I came to realise was that my good intentions were being defeated by convenience. Most mindless eating usually occurs because of an imbalance in one or more of our basic needs combined with eating whatever is convenient. And convenient food is very rarely healthy food. We eat and eat until it's all gone because our basic needs are not being met by the food we eat. This is why we have an epidemic in our first world societies of obese people who are simultaneously suffering from malnutrition. I ended up stacking on weight when I'd injured my knee and then my ankle on my attempts to through hike the Appalachian Trail. I ended up pretty much immobile for a period of about two years and got up to 233 pounds. I'm now down to 180 pounds and continuing to work towards my goal weight. So how did I beat it? How did I break the cycle of mindless eating and get back to eating to receive the blessing and benefit of God through the food I ate? The first step in solving any problem is in recognising what the problem really is. And that's where our first of our four keys comes in. Mindfulness is a term you hear a lot these days. It's become not just overused but also misused. But mindfulness is the key to overcoming mindless eating in whatever form it takes. What is mindfulness? It is, according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary, the quality of being conscious or aware of something or a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations that's used as a therapeutic technique. So, how can this help? When the time we usually realise that we've been mindlessly eating is when we get to the bottom of a packet or tub or we realise we haven't eaten all day and grab whatever is closest to hand to get some fuel in us. To answer that question we need to ask ourselves another and that is Why was I eating mindlessly? What was I doing or thinking or feeling at the time that so preoccupied me that I was unaware of my eating in the moment? Where was I emotionally or mentally that I was not actually present physically? And this is where the journey towards mindfulness begins. Mindfulness is being present in the moment, the now, Aware of what we're thinking and feeling and doing, and aware of the consequences of our thoughts, feelings, and actions. And a part of mindfulness is realizing that mindless eating is only a symptom of an emotional, mental, or spiritual imbalance, and not the problem itself. So, mindfulness can help us with mindless eating by helping us become not just aware of the imbalance but tuned into the moment so that we can recognize, acknowledge and accept that imbalance without judgment. And that puts us in the position to respond to it rather than mindlessly reacting. We need to practice mindfulness. You don't get to be a competent piano player without practicing the piano daily. And it's the same with mindfulness. Mentally, emotionally and spiritually, we as humans tend to live in a constant state of flux between the future and the past, only passing through the present, the now, momentarily as we move from one to the other. It takes an act will to be present in the moment, an act of will that we need to continually repeat each time we realise we are no longer present and aware. And we as believers can take mindfulness a step further by being aware of God's presence with us in the moment, in the now. And that awareness changes everything. And that is exactly why the enemy of our souls wants to keep us preoccupied with what might happen in the future and what, we, what did happen in the past to distract us from the now, because God dwells in the eternal now. If Satan can keep us from being present and aware in the moment, in the now, he can keep us from God's presence. It is by mindful awareness of the present moment, by experiencing it fully and being aware of our feelings, thoughts and sensations and of God in the moment with us, that we can start to be transformed by the power of His Holy Spirit at work within us. As we become more adept at mindfulness of being in the moment, experiencing our feelings, thoughts and sensations in the presence of God and seeing Him transform them, we can start to eat mindfully also. It takes our mindfulness to a whole new level. We get to choose what we eat and when and why, and as we eat we do so mindfully, being aware and experiencing each mouthful fully, slowing our eating and savouring the taste, texture and aroma, and our responses to the food physically and emotionally. We can start to become aware of where the food came from, how it was prepared and aware of our creator God from whom all things come and who created us with the ability to experience these tastes, sensations and emotions. And as you do, I can almost guarantee that the response that will well up in you will be one of thankfulness. Our second key. Giving thanks for a meal has become a little old-fashioned or something that's done only at Thanksgiving. But thankfulness is, for those of us who know God, supposed to be our baseline. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-19 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the Holy Spirit. Now let me clarify something here. This is not saying that everything that happens to you is God's will. What it is saying is that in all circumstances, whatever they are, we are to give thanks to God, not necessarily for the circumstances, but in them because when we do so, we take back power and control from the enemy and place it in our hands and the hands of God, who is able to not only transform our circumstances, but transform us also. Thankfulness is such an important key because to move from mindless eating, we need to exercise self-control. If we practice mindful eating, Thankfulness will be one of the results. But we can also focus our eating through thankfulness. If we practice thankfulness, giving a thank offering, a sacrifice of praise, even when we don't feel like it, or especially when we don't feel like it, we bring God's presence into the moment, into our circumstances. Through thankfulness, we can stimulate mindfulness from the place of God's presence. And this takes mindfulness to yet another level. Thankfulness transfers the balance of power back to God and frees the Holy Spirit to act in power on our behalf, both in us and through us. But failing to give thanks quenches the moving of the Spirit of God on our behalf. So mindfulness as believers brings us into the presence of God, where transformation takes place and results in thankfulness. Thankfulness as an act of will can lead us to mindfulness from the place of the presence of God and restores the balance of power to God and self-control to us. But this is something we need to practice, to exercise over and over, which leads to our third key. Consistency. Being consistent means dedicating yourself to your goals and staying focused on the things and activities that achieve your goals. Consistency requires a long-term commitment from you and involves sustained effort in doing actions repeatedly until you achieve your goals. This quote is from morningcoach.com. To transform our eating from mindless binge eating, emotional eating, comfort eating or fueling, to eating for blessing and benefit, we need to consistently practice mindfulness and thankfulness, being present and aware as we eat, in God's presence as an act of worship as we reclaim our self-control until it becomes second nature to do so. Our final key is can help us do just that. Creativity. When eating becomes business as usual, we tend to switch off, to disengage, and this is one of the easiest ways that we can slip into mindless eating. Creativity is our best weapon against the mundane. The simple act of changing things up automatically brings us to a place of mindfulness, of being present in the moment. It's a simple thing that can have a dramatic effect if we allow it to. Try something new, add a different ingredient and allow yourself to experience the difference. From there, as you consistently eat mindfully, with thankfulness, being present and aware as you eat in God's presence, as an act of worship, you will start to experience a change of attitude in the way you view the preparation and consumption of food. There is a saying, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing well. But I would say, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing beautifully as an act of creative worship to God. Our eating can be transformed from mindless overconsumption or fueling to a creative act of worship to God, the giver of all good things. As we cook and eat mindfully, with thankfulness, aware of the presence of God in every step in the process of of making and eating our food. Our God is a creative God who commands beauty in the things that are made and dedicated to him. We see this in Exodus with the making of the tabernacle in the wilderness. It wasn't just to be practical, it was to be beautiful and excellent and we were created in his image. So creativity, like thankfulness, should be our baseline. To recap, mindfulness brings us into the presence of God where transformation takes place, which results in thankfulness. Thankfulness as an act of will can lead us to mindfulness from the place of God's presence and restores the balance of power to God and self-control to us. As we consistently practice mindfulness and thankfulness in our eating, it is transformed from mindless binge eating, emotional eating, comfort eating or fueling, to eating for blessing and benefit. And our attitude towards food becomes one of desiring to please God through the creation and consumption of meals as acts of creative worship to him. So, Start practising mindfulness, being present and aware in the moment and let that lead you to thankfulness. Let thankfulness become your way of life and it will flip your perspective so that you come to mindfulness from the place of the presence of God and in that place the Spirit of God is free to move in power, to transform you physically, emotionally and spiritually and you can reclaim control of your eating. And as you do so, it will be transformed into a mindful experience of blessing and benefit with thankfulness as an expression of creative worship to God. I so appreciate you and want to support you in your journey. So don't forget to join me in the Goodway Facebook group and let me know which key meant the most to you today and why. I'd love to encourage you and check in with how you're doing. If this podcast has blessed or encouraged you in any way, then I'd love to hear from you. You can subscribe to this podcast Share this episode with anyone you think will also be blessed by it. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your social media story. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to support you in your journey. You can come join me in the Goodway Community Facebook group or click the link to let me know if you're interested in one-on-one coaching. You can help keep The Good Way on the air by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way. All the links are in the notes for this episode. And remember, it's a journey. You only have to take one step.